0: To the Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan, where we help women become the kingdom women and to walk in God's purpose for the life. Where we encourage women and empower women to reflect upon real life issues from a biblical point of view. Are you ready to transform your life? Well, come along with me on this journey to be transformed together. So let's get started. Hey, you found us. Welcome. Come on in to the Women Transform podcast. Come on in, have a seat, and enjoy a wonderful word. We've been working on a wonderful series, and it's called Find Freedom in Forgiveness. We've been talking about forgiveness, how so important it is, forgiveness, in this walk with God. And today, we're going to be talking about when you believe in God, but won't forgive. How many of you ever been in that situation? You are a believer. You are a Christian. You love God, but you have a little bit of problems of forgiveness. And that is okay because God knows us, but God also requires us to forgive. We all know that Christians are supposed to forgive, but many Christians think they are the ex- exception to the rule. A lot of times we feel like, yeah, I know I'm supposed to give, but because I'm a Christian and God knows my heart and, and I love God, I you know what I ain't gotta really forgive you. You know, you gotta forgive me, and that is not true. We don't want to walk in that type of spirit because God is called and require us as Christians, as believers, to walk in the spirit of forgiveness. And a lot of times we know we're supposed to forgive, but it is hard. And let's be honest, it is very hard and it's a process and God knows His heart, So he, you know, he wants to walk with us and teach us and guide us into the process of forgiveness. We know for sure that we are to forgive all the time, but you know what? Sometimes we don't. And that's just being human. And that is just what it is and God knows us enough to say you know what I'm going to help you when you want to help and you want to know and learn how to forgive call on me and I will help you because that is so important throughout the Bible you will hear and read stories and God will be speaking about forgiveness he even had to forgive them when he was dying on the cross he said Lord forgive them for they not know what they do those were like the first words he even said hanging on the cross was forgive so much much more do we need to do as Christians and believers is to walk in forgiveness. But one of the biggest things that kind of hold us up when it comes to forgiveness is that B word, the B word, that B word gets us in trouble all the time because we, it's so hard for us to, um, you know, get rid of it. It builds up and manifestation yourself in us, the B word. And many are probably saying, What is the B word? The B word. Uh, you know the B word? The B word. <laughs> the B word. Bitterness. Bitterness. Bitterness is a word that really gets us to a place where we walk in a lot of unforgiveness because we are bitter. We are bitter. And as Christians, we can be bitter. You ever heard of saying bitter Christians? Yes. You just. You're just a Christian. You just came, gave your life over to God, but you're still bringing over bitter baggage. Just because you give your life over to God, you serve God, you become a Christian, does not mean everything that you've been through, all the hurt, the pain, the bitterness, the anger, throws goes away. You know, there's a process that we have to go to. We have to give that to God we don't just say I'm a Christian and everything is a clean slate. No, you have to know when to surrender those things over to God because God does not make us do anything. Remember that. He does not make us surrender. You have to be willing to say, you know what, God, I need help in this bitterness area. You know, when I came to you, I was bitter. I was hurt. I was angry. And because of things that happened in my life, whatever the situation is, abuse, people treated me wrong. People walked up over me. You know, I was hurt and pain from church hurt and so many things. So I'm carrying a lot of this bitterness from church and I don't even want to go into another church because they hurt me so bad in the last church I don't even want to see another church but I know I need to serve you and I know I need you in my life and I know I talk to you every day and I pray with you every day but you know what What they did in the the church they shouldn't have did and I'm not going back that's bitterness and that's unforgiveness and God doesn't want you to walk in that because when you walk into that you cause yourself a separation from him yes he hears your prayers and, and yes he hears what you're doing and every now and then you may get a little blessing here and there but God is saying I need you to surrender all I need all of you yes you may have been hurt in the church and it's not church hurt the church didn't hurt you that person hurt you and you have to forgive that person for what they said and what they did so that you don't walk and and manifest that bitterness and bitterness is so much bitterness is walking in unforgiveness Walking in unforgiveness, it brings in bitterness. When you open the door for unforgiveness, you allow its cousin to come on in. It's like you open the door and say, all right, y'all, come on in. We can really have a party. The first person that enters the door of your party is bitterness. So you you walking in unforgiveness, you having your unforgiveness party. The first person that knocks on your door at your party, you open the door is who? It's bitterness saying at the door, saying, Hey, I'm here, let's get it in. Bitterness. So, when you're walking and walking in and unforgiveness, it brings in bitterness. And bitterness and angry becomes the number one reason and fear that we feel that we should be able to feel the way we feel, that we want that person to feel like we feel. You know, you've been in a situation where that. You know, you even said, I wish, you know, if they can really just feel how I feel, I just really want to get them back so they can understand and feel how it really hurt me. You know what, God, can I just get my revenge? And you're walking in that bitterness because that's bitterness. This bitterness. And God is saying, no, revenge is mine, said the Lord. Revenge is mine. Give it over to them. But God, you know, God, you move too slow. Uh-uh, You move too slow. God, I need this to happen now because they need to feel the way I feel. They don't really know what they did to me. And God is saying, no, you're harboring unforgiveness because that bitterness, you you at the unforgiveness party, bitterness, bitterness, you will cause your people to do stuff they have no business. Bitterness will have you go out and slash all four tires and bust the windows out the car. Bitterness will have you cussing people out, fighting people, telling people all people that you really love because of bitterness. Bitterness. So, you know we have to deal with, but bitterness—it—it it, it is a trait. The Bible talks about it. it, talks about bitterness and what it does to us. And let's jump to Hebrews the fifteenth chapter. All right, we're going to Hebrews twelve chapter. Fifteen verse and it reads looking diligently I'm reading from the King James Version looking diligently least any man fail of the grace of God least any root of bitterness spring up trouble you and thereby many be defiled so the Bible is talking about don't allow bitterness to spring up don't allow it to grab root and grab hold in your life don't allow bitterness to come to your unforgiveness party because you want to turn it into a party of forgiveness and when bitterness comes in it begins to spring up and so many things and then it starts to grow as a as a flower you know bitterness comes in the door and then the next thing that knocks on the door is all bitterness is friends and and so much more and the root of bitterness it grows just like a flower it grows in the soil of hurt so bitterness has come in guess who's knocking at the door to the party of unforgiveness now hurt and hurt when it has not been dealt with properly so Hurt hasn't been dealt with properly. The pain of what you've gone through hasn't been dealt with properly. So who's knocking at the door of the unforgiveness party? Pain and hurt. Pain and hurt is tearing up the place. They are in the party having a good time, tearing up the china, breaking the plates, and all this stuff because hurt and pain has not been dealt with properly. They are running amok in your life, and they are taking control of your life, and they are doing so many things that's causing so much hurt and pain in your life that you got to get control of them because they're part of bitterness. So the root of bitterness, it grows in the soil of hurt and pain. So hurt and pain is coming to the party. Bitterness sees hurt and pain at the party. They are all like three people jumping all over the place, having a good time, tearing up everything. And you're trying to get them to calm down and you can't control them because you are walking in unforgiveness. And so you're sitting over there in the corner watching unforgiveness take over at the party and bitterness is coming in and unforgiveness and can't control bitterness and bitterness brought hurt and pain and hurt and pain and bitterness is having a good time. They smoking weed, they drinking, they bamming up the walls. You got holes all in the walls of your life. And all that comes from unforgiveness. So not knowing the root of bitterness will start to grow in your heart. Now your heart is over there and bitterness is talking to your heart and bitterness is saying, go ahead, take the drink. Bitterness in your heart, you're sitting at the bar and your heart is hurting and bitterness is saying, you go ahead and take that drink. It's all right. It'll feel better. Go ahead. Smoke that weed. Smoke that joint. It's going to be okay. And bitterness is just pushing your heart. And bitterness is getting in your heart. And it starts to grow. Because you took the drink. It made you feel somewhat good. So bitterness brought you another drink. And you took that drink. And it's starting to feel good. The heart is starting to grow. And all of a sudden, you see the red of the heart turning, starting to turn black with bitterness. It's growing in your heart. Roots absorb and store in your heart will begin to store up hurt, anger, hatred, thoughts of revenge. Oh, my God. Now, you're sitting there. Bitterness has gotten to the heart. All right, here comes the drink of hurt. Go ahead, drink that up, heart. You drank it up. Here comes anger. Here's another shot of anger. Drink up anger, heart. All right. Hatred. Here's another shot of hatred. Revenge. Thoughts of revenge. Oh, my God. Here, take another shot. All of this is being absorbed and stored in your heart. It's absorbing it up because you're right there with bitterness. You're having a conversation with bitterness because you're at the unforgiveness party. And now the heart is absorbing all of this hurt and all of this anger and all of this hatred and all of the thought of revenge. Because you haven't dealt with the unforgiveness love but love god is love not man's love love keeps no record so heart you know bitterness is telling the heart i love you you know go ahead and drink it i love you just but still you know be angry and you justifying it you're trying to you know put a justification on the situation and issues with love but you know what god's love keeps no record Man's love keeps a record. Bitterness keeps a record of what they done. They said they love me, but they wouldn't have done what they did. They said they love me. Why did they treat me this way? They said they love me. Why did they put their hands on me? You know, I love them, but you know what? They should have never cheated on me. I love them, but he didn't, didn't, didn't have to do what he did. You know, he know I love them. They know I love them, but they shouldn't have We we do, you know, we put an emphasis on it we start to bitterness is filling us up with a whole lot of stuff but we have to remember bitterness keeps records bitterness keeps records of what they did what well, they did that two years ago and i told them to do it again i'm coming for them. why did they do it they should have did it. i let them go last time i was easy on them. bitterness keeps record love doesn't keep record god's love doesn't keep a record of anything that that you've done, he puts in the sea of forgiveness. Man's love keeps a record. Man's love keeps a record of what you did, how you hurt them, who hurt them, when did they hurt them, they shouldn't, all of it. And it's manifesting itself at the party of unforgiveness. Because now you're going back through the records and you're starting to re- recamble what happened, what didn't happen, when did it happen, why did it happen? For years it happened, you're keeping records. And all that bitterness starts to build up. It's part of the party. It's building up. So when we allow bitterness to pollute and contaminate our heart, and when bitterness grows, then we applaud someone else's misfortune. All of a sudden, we're at the party. Pollution comes through the party. Contamination comes to the party misfortune is knocking at the door like with some gossip guess what this is what happened all of a sudden that person that did that to you they're laying up in the hospital they got cancer or they're dying, or they were in an accident. Oh, misfortune comes and pump it up at the party. Misfortune has all the gossip. It comes in and says, "Well, you know what? They deserve what they deserve. They shouldn't have did what they did. You know, so now they sit up in the hospital. God don't like no ugly. You know how we say we'll sit there and try to quote scriptures on to justify misfortune." No, when you glamorize and rejoice in somebody else's misfortune, you got to check your heart. You need to check who you are because no one's misfortune is good to ju- Yes, they did what they did. Yes, they deserve what they've done. Not what They don't deserve what they've done, but they deserve for God, you know, the wrath. They deserve to get dealt with. But when you gloat and rejoice in somebody's misfortune because you're angry and bitter, you have to check yourself. Check yourself. They're in the hospital. They could be dying. Bitterness was going to tell you, you know, they deserve what they did. Un- misfortune. Well, they deserve what they did. They should have never did that. No, no one deserves what nothing, not, none of that. You don't sit there and justify. And we'll sit there. God don't like ugly. That's what happens when you don't do right. God don't like that. They deserve it. But then we find ourselves celebrating another person's misfortune. We need to check our hearts because that is not God. Not God at all. Do not rejoice in somebody else's misfortune. Even though they did you wrong, even though they treated you wrong, and so forth. But don't rejoice in their misfortune. misfortune, Because you never know when it's going to come back on you. And God does not like that. He wants us to forgive all right the longer we allow the root of bitterness to live the harder it is to kill it it spreads deeper and deeper and deeper as long as you got bitterness at the party of unforgiveness that party is getting deeper with more and more people first you started out with one situation you started off with unforgiveness here come bitterness Bitter, hurt and pain, hurt and pain, brought misfortune, hurt and all. It, I mean, the party is growing now because you have not dealt with the bitterness. You allow it to grab root and you allow it to come in and take off the party. Now, bitterness and unforgiveness is having a ball. And it's getting deeper and deeper. The heart is getting blacker and blacker. You're getting tired. You're getting weak because it's, t- it's draining. It's draining to fight in the spirit like this. And it starts to spread deeper and deeper. So what do you have to do? You got to kill the root of the problem. We got to get to the root of the problem. We got to kill the root of the problem. Because if you don't kill the root of the problem. All of this stuff is going to keep going, keep manifesting in your life, and you're going to keep dealing with it. But God is saying, "Uh uh-uh. We got to deal with this. And it is important that we deal with this. We got to kill bitterness and when we pull away the weeds, just like if you're outside in the garden and you're tending the garden, you got weeds in your front yard and you need to clean in and stuff and you go out there, you start to pull those weeds. Well, when you pull the weeds, you're pulling them up from where? The root because what? It's going to grow again if you don't. If you don't pull the weeds up from there, you just cut the weeds off at the top, more weeds are going to grow. Correct? All right. So When you're out there cleaning, most of the time you want to pull the weeds up from the root. And so they won't grow back again. Well, that's the same thing when we did them with bitterness. The same thing. We got to kill it from the root. We got to kill it from the root. The root of bitterness is at the party having a good time, but we're going to kill it at the root. So how do we kill it? Let's look at Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verses 31 to 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clam- calamity and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God Even as God has forgiven you. All right. That is what the scripture is telling us to do. This is how we kill the root of forgiveness. We have to cut it from the root. So we got to cut it off. And the scripture is telling us how to cut it off. Even as God has forgiven us, we have to forgive them. So we have to cut it off from the root. Forgiveness is hard, yes, and only God has the power to help us with forgiveness, but you gotta be willing to want to forgive. You got to be willing to want to forgive. It is not easy. God never said it was going to be easy. He never said it was going to be easy. He know it's going to be hard, but he is there to help us with it and get through it. But we have to allow him to do that. Now here's a few scriptures. I hope that will help you in the process of understanding how to allow God to help us because it's so important that you get bitterness and forgiveness out the party you cutting them off at the root, and once you start to cut them off at the root, they're going out the door. They're leaving out the door. They're leaving the party. The party's starting to brighten up. They're taking everybody that came with them, they're taking them with them because you've learned what you need to do to get rid of unforgiveness. Luke, the sixth chapter, verse 28, it says here he is, Bless them that curse you and pray for them with despise and use you. That is maybe a hard pill to swallow, but God is saying, you know what? Bless them. Bless those that hurt you. Be nice to them. Be kind to them. Treat them right. Now, it didn't say you got to go and reconcile, but it just says, be nice to them that curse you. This is how you deal with the unforgiveness. This is how you're able to get rid of it and get it out. Okay? Matthew, the fifth chapter of Voices 43 and 44 Reads, ye have heard that it have been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despisefully use you and persecute you. So God is commanding us to do these things. This is how we get rid of unforgiveness. The scripture is telling us what we need to do. It's simple, it's not hard. And it has nothing with you having to go to them and tell them personally that you forgive them and stuff. And maybe it will. But if it's not what God telling you to do, you need to put these scriptures to action. When God says pray for them, sometimes he's really saying once you pray for them, it's going to help you even more. Okay, it's going to help you because you're praying for them and you're praying for their help. But it's also you're praying for yourself to get delivered and for yourself to get rid of all the unforgiveness and bitterness. And that is so important. Okay, so we try. It's hard, but God knows it's hard. But he says, at least you're trying. And when he knows that we are trying, then he'll step in and bless us and do his part. He has to see you trying. He never said it was going to be easy. But he just needs you to try. And Colossians third chapter 3 and 13 is going to bring it home for us, okay? When it comes to talking about unforgiveness. For, for bearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a court against you, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. In other words, God is saying, even just as I forgave you for what you've done in your life, you've got to also forgive that person for what they've done in your life. If you want me to forgive you, you got to forgive them. And that's the simplest part of what God is trying to say. In order to get rid of the unforgiveness, I forgave you, and you got to forgive them. So you can move on and do what God has called you to do. You have to fight your way back to the cross. And the cross is where God forgave you of your sins. So, yes, it's not easy. Yes, it's going to take some time. Yes, it is hard to walk in forgiveness when people have hurt you to the core of your soul. And God knows this. But God says you're not walking alone. God says you have me with you. If you trust me with the situation as you trust me with other things, I need you to trust me with this. So that we can walk together in the spirit of forgiveness. So that you can get the blessings that God has for you. So that you can have a wonderful, awesome relationship with him. Alright you guys, our time is wind out. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation that we're having. We've been doing a series of finding freedom and forgiveness. We talked about when you believe in God but won't forgive. So I hope you enjoyed this until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan. If you like this episode and would like to hear many more, you can find us on Spotify under Women Transform. Or you can email us at misspamelajordan at yahoo.com. Thank you for joining until next time. God bless.